Welcome to Permission to Thrive. I'm your host, Susie Lula. As a spiritual therapist for over 20 years, I have the honor and privilege of ushering women and mothers just like you on a journey from simply surviving to powerfully thriving. I also have the honor of raising our son, Will, who is now a young adult with my longtime partner, Jamie. So I'm right there on the journey with you. Consider this your personal sanctuary, your space to meet your heart, embrace your messy, and come home to your most authentic, extraordinary self. My hope is that you leave resourced and inspired because you are here to shine. Welcome to Permission to Thrive. Hi, and welcome everyone to Permission to Thrive. This month's theme is self-love. Self-love is the heart of all love. Self-love is the bridge to all meaningful relationships. And who does not want to experience loving relationships in our lives? My intention is to make this practice of love, of self-love, less elusive and more real and more tangible for you. And that's what we've been doing this month. I hope that this month's episodes have served you well so far and that you are feeling more deeply connected to yourself and wanting and seeking to create a really rich, interconnected relationship with yourself so that then all of your outer relationships will be rich, enriched, and thriving, flourishing, blossoming. You'll feel close to your partner, close to your children, connected to everyone around you, beginning, of course, with the relationship you're having with yourself. So today's episode is the love of your life. We are all raised looking for the love of our life. We are raised to look for that mate, that one person that can bring us that elusive feeling of love, that fulfilling, soul-satisfying feeling of love that we're all seeking and searching for. So we're raised this way. Some of us were actually shamed if we aren't married or in a relationship by a certain age. I'm from the South. And I remember being in graduate school and intentionally not in a relationship because I was doing a lot of my own healing at the time. And every single time I would talk to this one particular uncle, he would always ask me, are you in a relationship? And I said, no, why aren't you in a relationship? What's wrong? Why aren't you in a relationship? And he would tease me and make comments. And I know that he didn't mean it in this way. It wasn't how he meant it. This is just an example of hearing that teasing. I felt it as shame. Why aren't you in a relationship? What's wrong with you that you're not in a relationship? Because in his value system, I was a girl. I should have been in a relationship, married, being taken care of by a man. And so he just couldn't understand why I would intentionally choose not to be in a relationship. So we are indoctrinated, whether overtly or covertly, to believe that we will be enough when we are in a relationship and we aren't enough if we're not in a relationship. This goes for anyone who has gone through breakups or divorce, separations, 
there is a conscious and often unconscious message that says your family is broken up. You're not as good. It's not as good as if your family was together under one roof. There are so many messages that we get that unconsciously send us the message that the love that we are seeking is outside of ourselves. And so today I'm here to remind us that you are the love of your life. You are actually the love of your own life. You are the person that you will be in a relationship with for the rest of your life. What is the quality of the relationship that you are in with yourself right now? Is it kind? Is it loving? Is it supportive? Is it compassionate? Or is it fraught with self-criticism, self-sabotage, and self-judgment? Do you know that research shows that in the past 24 hours, 99% of all of us women have either judged our bodies, have judged our finances, have judged our parenting. If we are a mom, a parent, we have judged our job performance, our financial situation, all in the past 24 hours. So my intention for this episode is to have you walk away embracing yourself as the love of your life. This episode today, we're not even waiting until tomorrow or later this evening, tomorrow, so let yourself go for a moment. I want you to let yourself imagine and just fantasize for a moment. What do you fantasize that your soulmate is like? Even if you're in a relationship right now, what do you fantasize that that perfect soulmate is like? What is he or she like? What does he or she value? How does he treat you? I will use he because I happen to be a woman. You can use he, she, they. How does he treat you? How does he make you feel? Just feel in your body. How do you feel when that soulmate is around you? How does he make you feel? How does he treat you? What does he value? Imagine that you're waiting for him or her to show up at your door for a date. What are you feeling? What are you feeling in anticipation of your soulmate coming to pick you up for a date? When he walks in, how does he greet you? And how do you feel when he greets you that way? What do you talk about? What is he interested in? What are you two interested in together? What are his three greatest qualities that draw you to him? What are the three greatest qualities that compel you, that attract you, that have you want to be with him, want to spend time with him? What is he like? What is it about him that lights you up? What is the light that you see in him that lights you up? And just check in with yourself right now when you're thinking about him, when you're anticipating this soulmate, this partner showing up at your door, entering your home, connecting with you. How is it that you're feeling right now? How is it that you are feeling just imagining your soulmate coming to see you? Because remember, our bodies don't know the difference between what is imaginary and what is real. Right now, your imagination has the power to have oxytocin just coursing through your body, serotonin coursing through your body right now, simply by imagining and embracing the feeling right now of imagining your soulmate 
that partner seeing you. Just check in for a moment. How are you feeling? Embrace the feeling that you're feeling right now. Embrace it and set an intention to remember this feeling. This feeling right now that you've conjured up simply by imagining your relationship with your soulmate, this feeling that's in your nervous system right now, stay with this feeling, this fictitious love of your life, just walked in your door, sweeping you off your feet because he values you. He sees you. He treats you with kindness and respect. He couldn't wait to see you. He can't get enough of you. He sees the good in you. He sees past your weaknesses, your vulnerabilities, your shadow, your mistakes. He, he sees past it all and he embraces it all. He loves you through it. He loves you in the midst of it. Whatever it is that is important to you about this individual, feel it in your body right now. How do you feel in your body right now? Now, I want you to take a moment, feel what you're feeling in your body right now. I hope you're feeling really good. I hope you feel really good in your body right now. And all I want you to do is replace the idea of him and replace him with you. Put yourself in his place. So we're going to go back. You're answering your door. He's coming to your door. You're opening your door. You're opening to your soulmate, to the love of your life. And now you replay, you do the same thing. He's coming to your door. You can't wait to see him. He can't wait to see you. And when you open the door, you are opening the door to you and you have the same feeling. You're awaiting your soulmate to get to your door. You open the door and it is you. You see the best in you. You smile. Your heart is smiling. You're smiling from ear to ear when you open the door and it's you. You are accepting all of you. You are seeing your innocent and best intentions. You like who you are. You have that good feeling in your body as you open the door to you. The connection, the intimacy and gratitude that you feel for a soulmate is the gratitude and the connection and the intimacy that you are feeling with yourself. Think about this. Why is this so important and why is this so powerful? Because the feeling that I had you conjure up about the thought of a soulmate, that feeling originated within you. That feeling resides within you. It is within you. From the moment we began imagining a soulmate, everything was happening within you. We are trained, indoctrinated to attribute everything to the other person, to the external, to a relationship, and then the individual in the relationship. We are indoctrinated. We are trained. We are culturized to give the power, to externalize the power, to externalize the feeling to the person, to the relationship. And what you just experienced right now was by simply imagining your soulmate, all of those feelings were within you. There was nobody at the door except you, your imagination. That feeling is in your nervous system. So it wasn't coming from the outside because there's no one actually at your door right now. We ascribe the power to the external, to the other person, but the feeling 
is within us. So this is the first thing about accepting and embracing yourself. You are the love of your life. So the first thing is to take your power back to recognize that you have been taught to externalize your power. You have been taught to place your power of loving and the whole feeling and experience of love onto another person. And so right now we are taking back that power. We are saying, no, the power, the feeling of that incredible love that I am seeking is within me. It originates within me. It indwells me. It lives within me. And then I radiate that out. And so the more that you recognize and take ownership that this feeling originates and resides within you, you will not need to look for it outside of yourself ever again. Often we learn through contrast. So I'm hoping that going through this imaginary process has you feeling really good inside of yourself right now. Hope that you're feeling really good, really fulfilled, really satiated, like you're blossoming, like you're flourishing, like you are recognizing and having an insight. Ah, I hold the key. The key to me experiencing loving relationships is in my heart. It's been in my heart all along. And I am the soulmate I'm seeking. I am the love that I'm seeking. I am my own best friend. I am my own love of my life. And when you experience this feeling, you can now contrast it with perhaps the feeling that you were having about yourself a few hours ago. So you feel the feeling that you're having imagining your soulmate. You find that feeling within you. You notice how far away it might be from the way that you just criticized yourself earlier today. We learn through that contrast. I want you to feel the good feeling of imagining a soulmate, of taking ownership that this great feeling resides within you. And then perhaps contrast it with the way that you might have criticized yourself just three hours ago, just three minutes before you turned on this podcast. What is one small change that you can begin to make to come closer to yourself as your own soulmate? And just begin to listen to your own heart. There's wisdom in your heart. Your heart knows how to create an inner intimate relationship with yourself. So what is one small change that you can make? Something small. What is one small change that you could make to come closer to yourself as your own soulmate, as the love of your life that you are? When I begin working with a new client, the first thing that I tell them is the most effective way that you can help me help you is to begin to move your body, to move their body every day. Moving their body every day will assist them to assist me because when we move our bodies, we help the old stuck energy to move out of our bodies, right? Our bodies hold on to old energy. So when we begin to move our bodies, we begin to move that old stuck energy out of our body. So this week, as we are falling in love with ourselves, as we are taking ownership that we are the love of our own lives, I want you to begin to move your body this week. And when you do, go take a walk with yourself, go to the gym with yourself, go to a yoga class with yourself, sit on your floor and stretch with yourself, walk around the block, walk your dog with yourself and do this exercise, do this process. Imagine your soulmate coming to your door and instead of your soulmate, it is you. And allow, while you are moving your body this week, 
to infiltrate and infuse your nervous system with this process that we just did. So that's one easy, simple way that you can begin this week today to welcome yourself as the love of your life that you are. Another really simple practice that I ask every new client to practice is a practice of appreciation. I have every new client that I work with. So if you are one of my clients, if you are one of my students, you are very familiar with this, write down 10 very specific things from this day that you appreciate about yourself. Why? Because this is how we unconsciously act with another when we fall in love. When you fall in love with that so-called soulmate or a new individual in your life, we're looking for what we appreciate about them. We tell others what we appreciate about this person. We're always looking for telling each other what we appreciate about that new person coming into our life. This is the practice that we unconsciously participate in when we're falling in love. The very thing that we appreciate about another is often the very thing that we need to appreciate about ourselves. So for instance, when Jamie and I first started going out, I can remember one day I was really upset about something. I was crying and I'll always remember he said to me, oh my gosh, cry as long as you need to, take as long as you like, I'm right here, I'm not going anywhere. That phrase, that way of being, the way he was treating me, the way he was present with me was exactly what I needed to learn to appreciate about in myself. I needed to learn to say that to myself. Oh, honey, cry as long as you need to. I'm not going anywhere. You don't have to rush these feelings. I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. I can remember also at the very beginning when we first started going out, you know, I was really young and in graduate school and I had just adopted unexpectedly a 14 year old. So here I was just trying to figure out my own life, unexpectedly ending up adopting the most amazing 14 year old girl, CJ, who is now a young adult. And I can always remember Jamie asking about her. He always so included her, but he also acknowledged me. It was something that I took for granted. The way that she came into my life, a spiritual teacher of mine, her grandmother passed on, her mom had passed on, she never knew her dad. Her grandma had said, if anything happens to me, would you become her guardian? And I said, of course, my heart said yes. So in a way, I took it for granted. Of course I would adopt her. But Jamie saw it as something to acknowledge. He acknowledged that which I was taking for granted. So I needed to learn to appreciate that in me. Oh, wow, it's a really neat thing. Oh, it's a really neat thing that I'm doing. I'm creating a family. I'm creating a family before I ever expected to create a family. And so I learned to appreciate those things about myself. So often the very thing that someone else is appreciating about us or the very thing that we are appreciating about them are the very things that we are needing and seeking to internalize and appreciate within ourselves. So just take a moment and ask yourself, what is something that you appreciate about another? What is something that often 
another individual appreciates about you. That is a doorway in to begin to welcome that which you appreciate about yourself. So an entry point for me was I began to appreciate myself for adopting CJ. I began to appreciate myself for creating a family with her when I was still so young trying to figure out my own life. To appreciate that in me, which I was taking for granted, but that someone else could see in me. Telling myself that I could cry for as long as I needed to cry and that I would be right here for me. So another entryway is to ask yourself, what did you most need to hear from an adult when you were young? That's a different entry point. What empathy was missing in your own life? And when you begin to surface what empathy was missing, what needs were missing, what did you most need to hear from the adults around you, then you begin to give that empathy, that appreciation, that acknowledgement to yourself. You feel the very thing you most longed for. I most longed for an emotional connection with my mom. Single thing I longed for. So what did I need to learn how to appreciate, how to cultivate that emotional connection within myself? So during the day, I could start looking for ways to find emotional connection with myself. At the end of the day, then I could go back and say, I appreciate myself for creating that emotional connection with myself today before I went and picked CJ up from school. Or I appreciate that I created that emotional connection with myself before I went out to dinner with Jamie. So I would look for things and ways that are very specific during my day to then appreciate about myself. The more specific your appreciations are from the day, the more specific examples you can give, the more deeply it will integrate itself in your nervous system. So I begin to write down the ways that I appreciate myself for creating emotional connections within myself. And another doorway in is to write 10 things that you appreciate about yourself from today that is very specific. So we have a few doorways in so far. We're looking for things that we appreciate about ourselves. One doorway in is to begin to become aware of what you appreciate about others and what others appreciate and see in you. A third doorway is to imagine or ask for what empathy, what needs were missing from you when you were young and begin to give that to yourself and then appreciate that in yourself. And then another daily doorway in is to write out 10 things that you appreciate about yourself from today. And the more specific you can be, the better. Because when something specific lands in our nervous system, we embody it more easily. We embody it more effectively. So something specific rather than something general. So for an example, I went to yoga this morning, even though last night we had a friend over and I ate really late. And so I woke up not feeling so great this morning at all. I went to yoga anyway, 
Another real example from today would be I appreciate myself for the extra distance I went to prep for my certification class tomorrow. I appreciate that I went the extra distance. I appreciate that I listened to two or three, four songs to choose the song that I felt would be the best match for this particular group of individuals. I appreciated that I went the extra distance. I appreciate that I go the extra distance and I'm often over giver. So I appreciate the extra prep that I did for tomorrow's class. These are very specific, so they will land in my nervous system differently than if they were general. If I just said, I appreciate that I'm a good mom. I appreciate that I'm a patient partner with Jamie. Yes, I am a patient partner. Yes, I am kind. I'm giving and generous. It's different to my nervous system, whether my nervous system receives, oh, I'm a generous partner or, oh, I really appreciated the way that this morning I was massaging Jamie's back. The more specific it is, the more embodied it will be in my nervous system. Now, if you have to choose from specific, general, or not at all, certainly start with general. Start with whatever feels real and true for you. 10 things that you appreciate about yourself. This will begin to assist you to fall in love with yourself. It's what is happening anyway when you start dating someone, when you meet someone, when you start falling in love, that's actually the practice that's happening. The two of you are appreciating each other. We just don't often call it that and we certainly don't make a formal practice of it, but it's landing on our nervous system the same way and that's why we're creating oxytocin and dopamine and serotonin. So when you do this for yourself, you will create the same oxytocin, dopamine, and so serotonin within yourself. You will create that same feeling of falling in love. You will create the loving feeling that initiates from within you. You have the dominion to feel loving within yourself all the time. You have that dominion. We are loving beings and you have the dominion to create that experience within you. Even when you're going through challenging times, you have the dominion to love yourself going through the challenging times. You have the dominion to love yourself, be with yourself, support yourself through the dark times. When you're falling in love with someone, didn't that happen? I was going through a hard afternoon. Jamie said, cry as long as you need to. I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. These are the things. He loved me through my moment of darkness. He loved me through a chapter of darkness. We are here to love ourselves through our own chapters of darkness. And then there are so many added bonuses when you create this habit of self-appreciation. As you create this habit, you begin to look for things throughout your day that you appreciate about yourself. So you begin to train yourself to start looking for that which you appreciate about yourself rather than what we typically do. How I started this podcast episode was reminding us what we typically do is create an inner relationship that is self-critical, self-judgmental, self-shaming. So rather than looking for that which we haven't done, that which we can judge ourselves for, that which we can criticize ourselves for, we are training ourselves to look for that which we appreciate about ourselves, just like we do unconsciously when we're falling in love with another.
So you begin to train yourself to look for things throughout your day. And so the practice expands. It expands from being a 10 minute practice at the end of your day to an all day practice. Because if you know that tonight you are going to write down 10 things that you appreciate about yourself, then at nine in the morning, 12 in the afternoon, three in the afternoon, you are beginning to train yourself to look for the very things that you appreciate about yourself. This morning when I was in yoga and I did go to yoga, even though I woke up feeling not so great, I went and I found myself in the middle of class just placing my hand on my heart and saying to myself, I'm so glad I came. Good for you for coming. Good for me for coming. There was a moment of self-appreciation. And so because I have created such a practice of writing these in my journal every evening, I look for them all day long. When you create a practice of writing down 10 things every evening in your journal that you appreciate about yourself from that day, you will begin to look for things that you appreciate about yourself throughout your day, all day long. You begin to cultivate a consciousness of abundance rather than a consciousness of lack. When we are looking for that which we haven't done, that which we've done wrong, not good enough, we are creating a consciousness of lack. When we are looking for what we appreciate, we are cultivating a consciousness of abundance. And what we appreciate, appreciates. So that consciousness of abundance continues to expand. Now think about it. As you create this habit of going through your day, looking for these 10 things that you appreciate about yourself, what's gonna happen? You are going to begin to look for 10 things that you appreciate about those around you. So rather than looking for what Jamie hasn't done, I'm looking all day long. If I'm going to write down or say to him at the end of the evening, a few things that I appreciate about him, I'm looking all day long. So just today, he waited for me. I was running late. We went to process our TSA application and he waited for me and then we made a little date out of it. So something I might say to him later was, oh my gosh, I so appreciated that you waited for me, that you didn't go right home and we got to have a little spontaneous date. That is something that actually really happened today. Something else, he, he made homemade hummus for me today. And so I just had veggies and hummus. And so I would say to him later, oh, I so appreciate that you made homemade hummus. You went the extra distance, you know, and I feel so great because it was so good and healthy. So these are actual examples. This morning when I was leaving, it's been raining quite a lot in Los Angeles. I was leaving for yoga. He said, wait, 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 let me go wipe your windshield. So I would appreciate him. I so appreciate that you went out in the rain and wiped my windshield and, and windows down for me. So those are three things off the top of my head that are real from today. And can you imagine I'm training myself looking for what I appreciate about myself organically, it's going to spiral out. I'm going to start appreciating things about him. Can you imagine how he's going to feel? And then can you imagine how it's going to enhance our relationship. So one of the bonuses of self-appreciations is that you begin looking for what you appreciate in all of the individuals around you. I mean, you know, Will, our son is in college. He's in New York right now, so he's not here, but I found myself just this morning 
I'm texting him a couple of things that I appreciate about him. And again, when it's your partner, when it's your child, it works the same way as your own nervous system. The more specific you can be, the deeper it's going to land on them because they are going to feel seen. Wow, she saw that I went and wiped down her windows. She saw, she appreciated that I made that hummus. Wow, it mattered to her that I waited for her and we created a little spontaneous day date. These things, because they're specific, have the other person feel seen, feel valued. And this is what happens when we're falling in love. We take the time to see these small, meaningful things and we take the time to express them to each other. Can you imagine how you would have felt as a child and how if you're a parent, your child feels receiving words of affirmation that are real, that are specific, that creates that sense inside that we are worthy. It expands our consciousness. We connect with our own sense of worthiness and enoughness and divinity. And we are reminded that we are enough exactly as we are. And these are loving gestures and they create loving energy and loving energy creates loving habits and loving habits create enriched relationships. And it all comes from such a simple practice of looking for things that you sincerely appreciate that are specific about yourself every day. So your outer relationships are going to be enhanced as you are looking inwardly for that which you appreciate about yourself. The other amazing bonus that comes from self-appreciations is that we train ourselves. Remember at the beginning of this episode, I was sharing about how we are so culturally indoctrinated to look outside of ourselves to another to make us happy, to fulfill us. We're so indoctrinated to look to the outside, to look to another individual, to bring us something, to make us feel a certain kind of a way. And self-appreciations teach us to look within ourselves. I can be completely, utterly soul satisfied by looking at what I appreciate about myself on a daily basis. I am soul satisfied. I am fulfilled from the inside out. I am content from the inside out. I need nothing from you. I need nothing from Jamie. I need nothing from Will to make me feel a certain kind of a way because I'm feeling a certain kind of a way. I'm making myself feel a certain kind of a way. So number one, it takes them off the hook. Energetically, they feel free. They feel liberated. They don't need to do or be anything to have me feel loved. They don't need to do or be anything to, to receive my love or create this loving relationship. I'm taking them totally off the hook because I'm creating for myself that inner feeling by looking for what I appreciate about myself. So first it takes them off the hook. It lets them relax. It's the real definition of love is to allow the other person to be free. And secondly, it's training and teaching me to look inside of myself for my own value. And when I am fulfilled from the inside out and I value myself from the inside out, I stop looking externally for anything or anyone to bring me anything, anytime. That, my friends, is the ultimate liberation. I feel loving within myself 
So I don't need anything from you. I love when I receive something from you, but it's icing on the cake. I already have the cake. I'm already enjoying the cake. It already feels good, tastes good. It's so good. I'm having my own party and I'm happy at my own party. And then yes, it does feel so great to feel acknowledged, to feel appreciated. And it's icing on the cake because I don't need it. It is simply a reflection of what I'm already experiencing. And then another bonus is that when I really learn this language of self-appreciation, and then I start speaking these appreciations to Jamie and Will, and you start speaking your appreciations to those in your life, what happens? They learn the language of appreciation as well. And you will hear appreciations often coming back to you. Jamie and I, when we walk, we call them walk and talks. And part of our walk and talks is that we set our intentions with each other and we appreciate each other. And so we'll be on our five mile hike and I'll be sharing that which I appreciate about him. He'll be sharing that which he appreciates about me. They're very specific. They feel really good. We each feel seen and valued. Sometimes it's not that formal. Sometimes it's just during the day. And then not only do you feel it come back to you because the other person learns the speak of appreciation, they become fluent in that speak, appreciation speak, but also, especially with our kids, often I get unexpected, spontaneous texts from Will. He's appreciating me for something that I didn't even think about he becomes a very appreciative individual, or I should say more accurately, he maintains his appreciative spirit because we are all born with an appreciative spirit. And so by me appreciating him, it reflects back to him and provides an atmosphere for him to stay connected to his own appreciative spirit. We are all encoded with, we're all born with. And so it's a bonus because it's a language and it becomes the fluent language in your inner relationship and in your outer relationships. When you create a habit of looking for things that you appreciate about yourself, you also train yourself to look within rather than looking to your partner or your child, but you most often get it back because you're speaking that language. It becomes the fluent language. It becomes the fluent energy in your home in your relationship, in your family. You truly give yourself the inner experience that you are the love of your life and you don't need anyone or anything outside of you to fill you, to make you feel a certain way, to make you feel anything. You experience that oxytocin, that feeling within you. It is within you, it's always been within you. You were born with it and you create it through your own appreciation of yourself. It changes the makeup of your nervous system. It changes your brain chemistry. It changes the synapses in your brain. It rewires your brain. That's why falling in love feels so good because it's actually doing something chemical and alchemical in our body. And you have the capacity and the dominion to create that within yourself right now before you even finish this episode. It calms and soothes your own nervous system. It creates inner safety, which is what healing is. Healing is the experience of safety. It gives you what you didn't receive as a child and you are still looking for externally as an adult. All of this is coming from a decision 
and an intention that you are the love of your life and you will begin to relate to yourself as that soulmate, as that lover, as that one that you appreciate. As you appreciate yourself, you fall in love with you. You change your nervous system. You create inner healing. You create that inner love affair that nothing from the outside can bring to you. You can't create an outer love affair that can compare to the inner love affair that you can create with yourself because that inner love affair blooms and blossoms and flourishes and it's so great and it's so large that it can't help but overflow onto all of those around you. It's just like when someone walks into a room and you can feel how they are inwardly connected with themselves, it feels so good, it's compelling, it's attractive, we feel it, it's undeniable that feeling inside is undeniable. So imagine walking around in your life with that feeling from the inside out. And what I'm telling you is that it is possible. I am a living example. If I can do it, you can absolutely do it. As I have shared with you all, in my early life, I just so desperately longed for that emotional connection with my mom. And because it wasn't there, because it wasn't modeled, that emotional connection, that, that love, that I am my own greatest love affair, it felt elusive to me. So if I have reconnected and created and cultivated this loving relationship within me, if I can do it, you can absolutely do it. So are you willing, are you with me? Here's our assignment, if you are, for you are the love of your life this week. Are you willing to write out 10 things that you appreciate about yourself each day that is specific, just 10 things until we meet again next week? 10 things that you appreciate about yourself every day that are very specific. That's it. Just join me and see how this one simple step can introduce you to the love of your life. It could turn into a love note to yourself, but it could stay as simple as texting yourself, writing in your journal, these things that you appreciate about yourself each day, and just see how this one simple change can begin to enrich your inner world, expand your inner world, and begin to have you feel relaxed and connected deeply to your own heart and to the best in yourself, fall in love with yourself this week. Thank you again for all of your reviews, for your DMs, for your emails. I treasure them. I value them. And if this episode in particular about love, self-love has been meaningful to you, please consider sharing it with someone in your life that you want to enrich their practice of self-love and their experience of loving relationships in their life. If you would share it, I would so appreciate it. I have an intention to assist a million of us to fall in love with ourselves. So join me this week, give yourself permission to thrive, and I will see you all next week. Much love, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If there was something in this conversation that spoke to you, we'd so appreciate it if you would take the time to subscribe, 
leave a five-star review, and share this episode with women and mothers you know, because you are here to thrive. See you next time.